clap your hands and give him praise. Amen. Is that your prayer today? Lord, open the heavens. We want to see you. Amen. Is there anybody in this place hungry to see the Lord reveal himself in this midst today? Amen. The scripture says, he that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. I believe that and I feel that. I sense that in this place today. It's good to see you here. Why don't you turn and smile at somebody and tell them they look good in the house of the Lord today. We're getting ready for the word of the Lord. The most important thing that's going to happen today is about to happen in this place. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're about to do in this place. Thank you for what you're going to do in all of us today, God. The great power of the Holy Ghost poured out in this place. Amen. What a delight it is to have such a great man of God and a friend, Brother A.D. Spears, with us again this weekend. Amen. What a, a great weekend we had last weekend. Uh, we weren't smart enough to do this, but we wanted this month to be a month of super uh, Sundays, supernatural Sundays, and they have been that, and we're grateful for that. Brother Spears, come. We welcome him. Clap your hands to the Lord as he comes. Would you join us in the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Read with us in Matthew 24 and 31. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet that they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Please notice, and it's important that you remember this as I endeavor to minister. Let me see if I can let you see a part of that scripture a little bit different. When he says that he will gather his elect from the four winds. Please look at the word from. I, I'm Today I'm not talking about the rapture. I'm talking about from. From does not mean rapture from my perspective today means that there is winds that blow. But he will deliver from. 
Got it? You can either nod your head Then Revelation, the seventh chapter. This sounds like the end of a sermon. In fact, this would be the end of most sermons. <laughs> this is only the beginning. Revelation 7 and 1. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth holding the four winds. Holding that they should not blow. Now, let me read the 14th through the 17th verse. And I say unto him, and I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest, and he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more. Neither shall they thirst, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of them shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of water, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. You may be seated. Thanks for the privilege of being here again. Thanks for the privilege of being here last weekend. Brother and Sister Hughes, getting to be here. I was told this was a phenomenal church. Everything was great about it. Uh, and that was, uh, I, we found it so, so true, so interesting. Uh, Everything was just right. And we ran into some friends of yesteryear. And I hope we made some new friends last weekend. I like y'all. I don't know whether you like me or not. Uh, that depends a lot of time. I don't think I've been everywhere <laughs> and everybody has really, you know, liked me. So that's with life, uh, but it is so good to see all of you, uh, some of you I know, uh, I'm thrilled to have uh, uh, watching today some of my wife's relatives in Louisiana, and uh, uh, they said they would, would listen today, so I hope I get them under conviction where they pray, they need a prayer meeting. <laughs> So y'all are listening to me. Y'all need to get to church. So if you're not going to go, uh, just listen to what I have to say today. Great people, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. and uh, But it's so good to have my wife here. Now, that may not mean a whole lot to y'all, but it does to me. We were telling 
used just a moment ago, this is possibly uh, the first time she has been able to travel with me for two weekends in a row in many, many years, maybe 15 years or longer. So uh, this means a whole lot to me to have her here with us to be physically able uh, to be here is just just incredible. And uh, I love her. And if I, you hear me use the word ER, it's not the emergency room, even though she's been there many times. I'm referring to my wife. Her name is Edith Rose. I have an initial name. I don't have a name. A and D, that's the only name I have. They don't come with initials. They just stuck out there. And believe you me, it causes me some more problems. Uh, and I won't go into all of that. But uh, so I just shortened her name to ER, and so it's AD and ER. So if that's what you want to call us, that's fine with us. It doesn't make a bit of difference. Notice today that what I'm talking about is possibly more a subject than it is a title. I'm referring to the four winds that all of us have and will encounter in life. You can't live without meeting the north, south, east, and west. Those winds will blow in your life. And I assure you, they probably already have blown in your life. The Bible mentions four winds at least ten times in the Scripture. It mentions them as four corners. It mentions them as four winds of heaven. But also, most of the time, the four winds come with destruction. Most always when the winds are referred to, they are referred to as something that you remember as remarkable, unusual, or devastating throughout the Word of God. Many Bible scholars have declared that the winds in the Bible are a metaphor for the spiritual truths of God's Word. Notice that I read to you in the verse uh, 1 of Revelation chapter 7 that the angels were commanded to hold the winds. Now, I understand this is the end of the world, but may I jump a little bit in my message and say, if God could hold them at the end of the world, he may be able to hold them sometime when they start blowing in our lives. Hopefully we'll gather a few more as we go along. The, the, the revelation he is talking then a little bit further in the 14th and the 17th. And he said, he will tell the angels, you hold it all back. Because the 17th chapter of Revelation is a chapter of victory. It is a chapter that he starts off in the first verse and he said, this is not going to be a chapter of devastation. This is going to be a chapter that is going to wind up ripening all the tears from their eyes. May I tell you that the four winds I'm going to talk about today 
has probably brought some tears to your eyes sometime in life. And I, I will save this with, with, and, and be cautious as I can. Brother Hughes invited me, my wife and I, E.R. and I, to come here. Uh, the first invitation, he said, I'd like for you to come preach. Would you come? And I said, yes. But you understand, I have been asked that quite a few thousand times in life. And there never was a follow-up. So I didn't get excited about it, didn't I? I said, oh, man, I just he's a nice guy. It's another one of those deals. Uh, and then he comes back the second time. Because I had already said, God, if he comes the second time, I'm going to go. And God says, if he comes the second time, then I want you to preach this message when you get there. Last weekend did not work for me to preach that message. This weekend is destiny that I preach it to this crowd that is here. I am not not here just to preach to you and for a compliment, pat on the back, or to meet you and we go our separate way. I'm here because God wants to say something individually and as a church to this entire crowd. How you respond to the four winds in your life will determine your relationship with God. It will determine your spirituality. It will determine your salvation is how you respond to the north, the south, the east, and the west. Winds come in every part of life. Now I'm preaching from now until Revelation 17 and the 14th verse, or 1 and 14 and 17. That's where we are living now. We are living when he wipes the tears from our eyes. But we're not living in Revelations 17 now. We are living to where the winds have not been held back. The winds are free to do whatever they want to do and come in every which way. Every church has four winds that blow through it. Every church has four winds that blow through it. Every church has four winds that blow through it. I have to get you to see this or you will not grasp my message. The four winds will and have blown through this church. Nothing you can do will stop them. You don't pray long enough to stop the north wind. You don't fast long enough to stop an east wind. You don't do anything to change or stop the winds that blow in your life. They are going to come. Winds are one of the few things with God that does not flow in cycle. God is a cycle God. The earth flows on rotation. You can depend on it. It's at the exact time. 
Spring comes every year on the same day. The winter comes on the same day. It's just a cycle. God works in the cycle, but not winds. Winds come, and sometimes they stay for days and weeks and months and years. I cannot tell you how long the wind will blow. I just will tell you it will blow. But I will tell you, you can survive. You can survive. I wish I could pray over you and would say, man, you're going to survive. But survival depends on you. The survival depends on something in here that says, you know, come on, wind, blow on. But I'm going to stand. But even if I fall, I shall arise. You're not going to destroy me totally. The west wind is only mentioned one time in the word of God. Only one time. Strange. The west wind, I will refer to it as a wind that takes away. You ever lived there? You ever lost something that you really didn't think you wanted to lose? Now the west wind will take the good and it'll take the bad. Now, in the Bible, it's only mentioned one time, and that's where it takes away one of the plagues from Egypt. It takes the plague away. But my God, there's sometimes I've seen situation, I wish the west wind would blow. But then sometimes there's a situation where it has blown. And something I thought would stay was taken away. Oh, I, nobody but me may feel God in this place in the special way. But if while I'm preaching, you sense something special, please try to let me know some way. You can whistle. You can holler, howdy doody. Just something where I will know that you sense the same thing that I feel in this building. Come on, wind blown, but we're going to stand. Come on, winds blown, but we shall survive. Come on, winds, we will have revival. We will feel the building. It will run over. It's going to happen. And then there's the east wind that blows. This wind is mentioned many times in the Bible. The east wind is known as a very irritating wind. It is referred to in the scripture as a hot wind. It is a strong wind. It is a blistering wind. It is a wind that when things look like they're going to bloom, the east wind can blow. And with the scorching hot heat that the east wind can bring, it can kill everything that is growing. Have you ever lived in a spot? Have you ever had a dream? Have you ever planned on a future? And then the east wind began to blow. 
And suddenly, four of you, suddenly, somehow, you found something dying in your life. You found something dying in your dream. You found something that you thought would come to pass, but it didn't because an east wind was blowing. And slowly it was drying up. And the blistering heat was there through the night. The blistering heat was wherever you walked. The blistering heat was when you walked in the house of God. You raised your hand. You sang the song. You prayed. But the blistering east wind was there. And nothing would cause it to go away. I think some of you are beginning to to relate to what I'm saying. It's that that point of life where you just say, God, why, why? My wife, just recently, in all of her years of sickness, she found herself weeping and she said, A.D., for the first time in my life, I'm saying, why? And I said, E.R., it's all right to ask why. It's not wrong. It's not out of the will of God. When Jesus Christ prayed in the garden and said, I don't understand why I have to do this. Believe you me, it's all right for you to say, I don't feel fair. I don't feel that it's right for me to suffer what I'm going through. But I want you to know, whatever your will is, I'm going to hold on until your will is fulfilled in my blows through a church. Now, if you want to know why I'm here, I'm getting to the point of why why I'm here. God said, I want you to deal with some wind that has blown through this church. I know nothing at all about this church. Nobody has ever told me anything about this church. I know your pastor and wife, but we've we've never until last weekend ever sat at a table and broke bread together. We've never traveled together. We see them at conferences and usually it's speaking at a distance, but God said tell the church the east cleansing wind has blown through there and thing and things they thought have not turned out the way they thought it was. And then it was gone. Brother and Sister Hughes, you've lost some things that you assured yourself it was going to be in your life. But I'm here to tell you the other side of the story after a while. But cleansing comes. Cleansing comes. Cleansing, nobody likes it, but it comes. It hurts. Oh, I've seen when I pastored, uh, well, I preached there, really didn't pastor, but when I, 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 I was called pastor, but I've seen east wind blow through there. And I've seen best buddies turned out to be worse enemies. Oh, oh, you see, you, want, you need to understand one thing about a preacher. When a crowd gets that quiet, 
that just three minutes ago you were on your feet and you were all worshiping and then you shut up. You just told me, hang there a while because you have hit something. And some of you saw some things that you thought, oh my God, this is going to be it. And it didn't turn out to be it. East wind blew. It drew up. It swiveled up and it died. I've seen people backslide that I never would have thought. I said, there, there, there's no way. But you see, I didn't understand the east wind that was blowing through their life. I didn't understand how blistering it was, how rough it was. And I, I can't read this crowd too well right now because I know some of you have lived where I'm talking about now. But a lot of you are trying to cover and say, I'm going to just convince to him, I don't know what he's talking about. I've never been there, but you've been there. And y'all have been there. I don't know how long it's go, but it been, hadn't been too long ago that it's been, the wind got rough. Oh, am I right? It got rough. Ma'am, there's times, uh, something said, you know what? It's easier to go that way than it is to come this way. Why don't you go that way instead of coming this way? But something said to you, I, if I stay here, if I sit here, somewhere there's an answer gonna come. I'm here to tell you today, the east wind's gonna blow. Oh, but somehow you're gonna hold on and victory's gonna come. Hang there just a second. Give it about a 30-second prayer all across the building. Come on, all I'm asking you to do is admit it. Admit it. Come on. I blamed it on everything under the sun, but I'm going to admit, man, it's almost wrecked my life. It's almost wrecked my family. My God, I've seen it blow through our church and I tried to ignore it. But come on, I'm going to admit it today, God, because I want an answer. I want help. I want a healing. I want a renewal. I want a refreshing. I want something to happen, God. Lord, have mercy. Uh, Boy, the east wind can cause every dream you ever had to dry up. Because that's what it does. It has, it's known. East wind. I looked it up and studied it some more last night. The east wind is called a very scorching wind. It brings heat. It brings, it brings such uh, that it, it can dry up everything. Let the east wind blow long enough. It will dry up the fruit that's in the ground or on the tree and the vegetables in the ground. It will dry up. Let the east wind blow long enough through a church and you will find it rough to stand here and sing. You will find it rough to just even raise your hands because what happened? It saps. 
everything on the inside. You find after a while you're doing this right here, but you're not doing this in here. After a while you got your hands up out here, but inside you're dying. You know, am I preaching to somebody today? You lost your praise. Oh, nobody would know it. Brother Hughes has to look and listen. He's, and he does see the spiritual inside of you. But outside, your neighbor says, Boy, they've got the victory today. Man, did you see them worshiping God? But inside, you were crying. Inside, you were saying, God, help AD to find something to get into my life, to give me some kind of hope. Well, I'm here today. And God sent me here with this message to say, Hey, there is another step. And then there's the north wind. Oh, God. The north wind is known as a destructive wind. It goes far more than cleansing. The east wind will cleanse. The north wind will destroy. The east wind of your life will cause everything to dry up. But the north wind can take it and strip it. It will take the tree of your life. The east wind may dry up the sap. The north wind will take the limbs. When the north wind starts blowing, the leaves start shaking. The fruit that's on the tree starts shaking. And then the fruit drops. And then the limbs start breaking. We all have lived there. I thought. Would y'all just nod your head right away? I need some help somewhere. So I'm on the front row over there, y'all. I'll pay y'all later if you'll come back to the office. But north wind. Boy, it comes. And sometimes it seems it will never go away. It will strip one thing and then it will strip another. And then the hard thing is, I see you crying now. Because you see, you've lived through the east wind, but you survived that. It didn't totally dry you up. But it's this north wind that I finally found you because it's taken something. It's so broken it until you didn't know whether you could ever even get back up again. The north wind can leave you until you even question whether you're a Christian because you end up so broken. So many bowels are stripped. Oh God, I, I know I'm preaching a little bit slower than what you have maybe have heard of me preaching, but I'm almost 80 years old too. But the north wind, it comes and you say, God, I don't know how much longer I can hang on. Will it ever stop? My crops are gone. 
my Lord, I'm plodding on. The nights are long, the days are short, the wind is blowing. Oh God, it's, I'm gonna tell you what, and maybe I, I remember maybe said some of these things in a church, but I remember when I was preaching in the largest churches in Pentecost. When I was preaching the largest conventions, I was preaching to thousands at a time. I was preaching general conference. I I had it all, everybody thought. But what they didn't know was the north wind had so stripped us till E.R. and I were living in a 10 by 40 trailer that was so warped, not a window would close. And I would fly to California and preach the conventions until the the convention centers were packed out and running over. I could tell you all of those, but that's not necessary. And yet I would get on a plane and, oh God, I've seen all kind of miracles happen. And and I'd get on a plane and I'd land here in Houston and, and stop at a place out there near the airport called Denny's and get a cup of coffee and drive home knowing... I was walking to a little trailer that I put duct tape around the outside of the windows to where our two girls would not freeze to death in the winter and burn up in the summer. Walk home to a wife that was sick just out of the hospital sometimes while I was gone and and get back, sleep on the floor of a hospital, the wind blowing and yet I would step in convention centers and and churches and having revivals, even life tabernacle when at times we were struggling to even make it by and and, and she would say, I I, I don't know how we can can make it And, and the thing that she doesn't like for me to tell, but I tell it anyway, because uh, anyway, I we were living in that little old 10 by 40 trailer, Brother Hughes, and when you open the front door, and you get it open, and you open the front door, I had to take a board. I'm not a carpenter. I, I, I didn't know what to do or how to saw or anything. So I found a big old board, and I slipped it underneath the carpet. Because inside the door, you step and you could fall all the way through to the ground. And it was big enough that my kids could have fallen through it and almost hardly not touch a side. And yet, I was living on a plane. Brother Spears, Quincy, Louisiana. Man, he just preached a while. So, 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 so. He just preached this convention. Man, he was here. And I'm saying... How long will this north wind last? How much more can I be broken? Somebody, if I could just find another tear somewhere, I'd know that I wasn't wasting my time and yours, that somewhere it so stripped my life, Brother Spears, until, oh God, I'm, I'm, I'm here today, but I'm barely holding on. I don't have a whole lot of things that I can even hold up today and say, this is my success. Of living for God. By the spirits I've lived for God and I've watched my kids walk out the door. And not living for God today. It's 
Some of you are sitting here and you're saying, Oh God, I have kids that are so far away from God. The north wind has just taken them. They don't even want me to mention God or the church. I dare not say it to them because I'm I'm I'm, I'm almost threatened because they don't want to. The north wind has stripped you. You never you never thought you would be here. You never dreamed the day would come that you would sit in a church like this and feel so beaten down, so stripped so humiliated by the north wind of life until it seems all is gone. It hasn't been the last year or two. And and Brother Hughes mentioned a little bit to it. I didn't know all the story, still don't know all the story about all the hurricanes that have come through here and, and, and your destruction. All I know is this incredible, beautiful building that you built here. And oh God, I was so impressed with it. ER and I was when we drove down the street and saw it the first time uh, last week. And how beautiful. And I understand all of that, but but I'm not understand I'm not I'm not talking about natural winds. I'm talking about the winds that affect our spirituality. That affect us on the inside and the north wind. So I'm just going to step out and and, and since this is my last weekend here, uh, you know, and I may never get invited again back. I may make such a mess out of it, what I'm fixing to say right now, until some of you may meet pastor at the church and say, that dude, I don't want to hear him again, but you're going to hear me right now. You're going to hear me right now. Well, there's some north wind that blew through this church not long ago. Wow. I'm doing pretty good. I even worked up a wind that's going. Can you crank it up a little? It just that the north wind that I felt pass through this church some time ago. Your pastor and his wife, I have no way of knowing. No one has ever said this. But oh God, I, I left here last weekend. And God let me see a little bit of your heart. And I saw that some time ago, I saw the brokenness heaviness I almost heard your prayer when you said God could could you just tell A.D. something I don't even know your wife's name Cecilia sounds Italian Sicilian God could you just help Mark and Cecilia could God you just let north wind back off a little bit. If you would do anything this weekend, God, would you just let, does anybody know that I'm in the spirit right now when I say that I, I know, only four know, that's all that raised their hand. So I, I hope more than that know your hurt and your heartache. 
sometime, God. I'm preaching somewhere. You let me tune in just a little bit to somebody's prayer. And I heard you pray. It's in the, been in the last few days. You prayed. God, you sent A.D. here. Don't, don't let him make a mess out of everything. I texted him back this week and I said, I hope the church is still held together. I hope I didn't do anything real bad. What I was doing, trying to find out, could, if he'd have said, well, things are not doing good, I wouldn't have been here today. I'd have found some reason not to be here. But somehow God allowed somebody to come. I really thought he would let me just preach it through the roof today. That's what I was expecting and all. But somehow God said, I want them to get it. I want them to understand if this dilemma, I'm naming it, this dilemma happens again. They will rise above it and sail higher. Because they understand where the north wind has blown from. And it could blow from that way again. Oh, God. Mm. I almost wish I wasn't on camera right now. And, and, and I wish it wasn't taped. Because I would want to say, boy, this church has taken a blow. It has taken, and, and, and just just recent enough that some of you said, well, my God, we, we moved in this new building, and, 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 and uh, dear Lord, we thought it all would be running over by now. Well, hold on a little bit. The north wind is, is going to subside some. Thank you, ma'am. You at least believe in what I'm saying, so I'll preach to you. The north wind is going to subside. It, it, it's crushing. Boy, have any of you ever been a point in life until it felt like everything in your life was stripped? Anybody? Anybody? Thank you, ma'am. You at least got your hand this high. You didn't get it all the way up. Thank you, ma'am. You got it up. I've been there, preacher. Boy, you just don't know how how far and how rough and how lost I've been. I didn't even know. Am I preaching to anybody that's awakened in the middle of the night and you found yourself walking through the house? Said, I didn't think it was supposed to be like this. I didn't think this is the way a Christian has to live. I didn't think that, that I would be here uh, God, is it true my husband's losing his job? God, did he just come in this weekend and we're getting a cut in pay? I thought everything was great. I thought it was everything good. I, I just thought, God, that, uh, oh, Lord, did my daughter just come in and say I'm pregnant and not married? Did my son find out that he's slipping around and, and he's, he's tampering with dope? I'm treading on some tough area right now. And I know you can't respond. I understand. I've not lived through some of these scenarios. And I, and I don't know, but I've seen other people live through it and, and, and hurt so bad. And they say, I, I, I just can't live it 
I've prayed with saints and they said, I can't face tomorrow. I just can't do it. I can't walk back in my church and I can't face this dilemma with what my family has gone through. I've, I've suffered all I can. Pastor, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm at the end. I'm at the end. I'm at the end. Well, I'm here to tell you today, there's one other wind that blows. And the south wind is not known by anything, but it is the wind of restoration. It is the wind of renewal. It is the wind of a new beginning. It is a wind of a new tomorrow. Oh, somebody is getting it. The south wind is when the wind is changing and the farmer that has just plodded on through the field because it's, it's just dead, everything. Suddenly, he starts walking a little bit different because he looks and there's some little bitty plants beginning to appear out of the ground. Suddenly he feels it's the south wind. The south wind is which makes the sailor say, oh, the hard winter is over with. It's time to put up the sail. It's time to set a course. And it's time to say, we're going to sail again. The winter is over. The winter is over. The south wind is now blowing. Growth is fixing to happen. Renewal is fixing to happen. Excitement is going to be happening. The birds are singing. The wind is gently blowing. The butterflies flying. Everything. It's the south wind. It's different from any other wind. It's the wind that brings the happiness. The south wind is what makes you walk out of the house and say, let's have a barbecue. The south wind is what makes you call the neighbor and say, hey, why don't y'all come over and let's drink coffee, if y'all drink coffee. Let's have a cup of coffee or let's have a Diet Coke. No tea, please. Let's have a Diet Coke. Okay, y'all, y'all come over. I'll bake some cookies. Why? The north wind is not blowing. The south wind is blowing. It is the wind of renewal. Oh, it is the wind of tomorrow. It's the wind of excitement. It's the wind that put a spring in your step. It's the wind that will put a clap back in your hand. It's the wind that will put a praise in your heart. It's the wind that will raise your hand, that will raise your spirit, that will raise your heart. The first time I ever preached this message was a few years ago. You can talk to my friend, Mike Littlefield and Tyler. And I walked in there and I didn't come out until it was time to preach. He kept wondering whether I was going to get there because I never had preached for him. He didn't know me. Suddenly I walked out and he turned the service to me. And I never will forget the first words that I said.
son, you have questions, but I have come here with answers. And I preached this message. The church was in a little bitty building across town. Things were rough. They were struggling. First time I'd ever been there. I didn't know anything about it. And he and his wife were praying a few nights later, maybe only a night or two later in the church. And all of a sudden she stopped and she said, Mike, did you hear that? He said, what? She said, I hear a wind. I hear a wind. Oh, God, I pray that this week sometimes. She says, Mark, do you hear what I hear? Do you hear what I hear? Oh, I hope somebody calls you in the middle of the week and says, Pastor, do you hear what I hear? I hear the blowing of a wind. I hear the blowing of a south wind. I hear the wind of renewal. I hear the wind of building. I hear the wind of growth. I hear the wind, the wind, the wind. The south wind is blowing. While studying this message, I was impressed to say, just just remind them the, of that scripture in the Old Testament, and I will restore. And I said, Lord, it, I haven't used it in this message. He said, well, you're not running this show. You use it that I will restore. And I said, you really mean it? He said, just say what I say. You don't argue with me. You punk. I just, just say what I said. And I said, okay, I will say it. What is the name of this church? Greater life. Greater life. Amen. Greater life. He said, I will restore some things that you have lost are coming back better than they were in the beginning. Greater than they were. More powerful than they were. More exciting than they were. Kids are going to come back. Families are going to come back. The church is going to grow. Somebody that left here not long ago that used to be on this platform, they're coming back through the door. They're going to walk through and say, i got to be a part of that place that's being renewed. i got to be a place of renewal. I want to feel a south wind. I don't know how you make anything sound like wind. Do I hear the sound of wind? Ooh, 
You know why you ought to be happy? That's not the north wind you're hearing. That's not the east wind you're hearing. That's the south wind you're hearing. It is the wind of renewal. It is the wind of renewal. You know, brother, you stepped out just at the right time. And the Lord said, why don't you just have somebody? Don't tell them what to do, but just kindly, kind of act. Forget about that good old Christian song, just dance like nobody's watching. Just why don't you rejoice if nobody else is here but you? And you realize the south wind is coming in my way. There's nobody here. There's nobody here to hear me. I can say what I want to say. I can wave my arms like I want to. I can get out in the aisle and I can dance if I wanted to. I can cry if I want to. I can do what I want to. I feel the south wind in my life, preacher. I feel the south wind. It's blowing, it's blowing, it's blowing, it's blowing. If you feel like doing what he just holler, woo, it's all right. Nobody's watching. It's your south wind coming. It's your day has finally got here. You prayed for it. You believed in it. You've held on for it. Remember, when the Holy Ghost first came, it was as of, it was as if the sound, the sound of wind. Wouldn't it be awesome if a sound of praise started on this side of the building and you could just hear it build up and build up until it echoed on this side of the building and it meant the south wind, the praise, the time of renewal has come.